Never been the type for the prom queens I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans Sucker for a blind free dick, got a mom jeans, yeah Type of chick you probably find in God dreams, yeah Never been the type for the prom queens I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans Hello and welcome to this episode of Freak in the Mom Jeans It's me, the freak, and a very exciting day <laughs> We have the first, the first guest of season four this is big this is kind of huge and oh, this is shit. this is like a reach uh, <laughs> a reach guest that i just got <laughs> um i have with me uh the very talented the very kind the very funny um uh we have harrison he's here hello everyone harrison who are you who the fuck are I you i am harrison kratzer for all you visual people like me i would like to give you a picture of what I look like. I enjoy that in podcasts Thank when you. they explain, like, compare it with an actor or something. Oh, a reference point. Yeah. So here's my reference point for you, listener. Um, people often say I look like Linguini from Ratatouille, and I use that as a lot of my profile pictures for my accounts. Um, yeah, I want to say it's like exactly like Linguini, but you know, I have my moments where I feel like Linguini. I could see that, and also you are wearing a beanie today, yeah. so it's kind of giving me the chef hat um, vibes. So I, I can, as um, as being physically in the space, I can confirm that this is <laughs> about what Harrison looks like. Elements for sure, not a full. Yeah. I was trying to think of someone else that you. Mm, I don't know. That one's pretty good, honestly. I've had someone yell at me, hey, it's that guy from Stranger Things. Uh, I'm trying to think which the guy. The main guy. I think his name is like Finn. Oh, yeah. F- uh, Finn Wolf. Yeah, Wolfer. Wolf Wolfie. Wolfie Wolf boy. Yeah. yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. Okay, that was really nice. Okay, yeah. what what else do we need to know about you? Cause- um, so when I'm not cooking it up with a rat, <laughs> I am... Chefing it up on my laptop, making some sick designs. <laughs> so I am a graphic designer by trade. I thought you were about to say that you're like, all of a sudden we're going to pull out this DJ career that I had no idea about. And I was like, oh, damn. I, I had no idea. We are sitting in like the office space within your house that also has a studio in it because you're roommates with... Uh, well, we can talk about like how we met. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that will yeah. that will give some context yeah. to the listeners as well. Like, why mm-hmm. why do we know each other? Yeah. So, in my practice of being a graphic designer, I get the opportunity to work with a lot of musicians and artists here in Nashville. One of those is Albert, who goes by Benedict. I'm sure some of you all know of him. <laughs> we love him. We do love him. And. I do manage him. Yes. And yeah. that is how we met. Yeah. And I believe. I think that's how we met, yeah. too. That feels right. I guess that and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've met a lot of people through Albert. And yeah. He's a, definitely a connector of sorts. And um, he's friends, too, with um, Summer and Paul. Shout out to Summer and mm-hmm. Paul. Besties as well. Um and then you live with them as well. Yes, they are my current roommates. Yes, we love that. We um, Harrison and I often hang out while watching um, watching The Bachelor <laughs> or The Bachelorette. So that's a connection point for us as we well. Do. We're gonna start doing some trivia nights. So 
if anyone listening um, is interested in The Bachelor and or trivia, we are always looking to bring on. Definitely. <laughs> Share our love of drama and terrible television. Please, we have a bracket going. This is, it's a very exciting. Um, we, we now have a bracket going for my love life too. So we just, we got a lot of, a lot of things going on. Um, but I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Um, like I said, I just thank you. I mean, we, we've gotten to work on some projects together, obviously for Albert, but I've gotten to know each other as friends too. And, um, yeah, I was excited to have you on because I do think you're such a great artist. And I think, um, obviously you work in visual design, but you also, well, part of that too is you have a current project that you're working on that's about to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, that I have been so excited for this to come out and would love to like, maybe you could tell us a little bit, bit about this project and then, yeah, we can talk yeah, a little bit about I'd it. I'd love to talk about it. Um, so basically I have been working on this website that is a vessel for this zine that is depicting the story of me going through a very recent like health crisis that I went through around this time last year. Um, the anniversary would be February 12th of 2021 where I had a really sudden stroke um, that really came out of the blue and completely derailed my life how, and how I know it. So yeah, it's been a chaotic recovery and it's been something that I have, that has really inspired me, I think, as an artist and designer and a human being. Um, and it is an interesting and emotional story that I want to show, share with everyone I know and all the people out there. So that's, that is why I've created this website that is coming out um, February 12th. February, February 12th. Everyone be ready. Um, also, I don't know if you mentioned this, but what what is it called? Okay. That's the so, best part. <laughs> yeah, the best part of this project is, is titled um, Oops, I Had a Brain Hemorrhage dot com. That is the URL. So on February 12th of 2021, you can type in Oops, I Had a Brain Hemorrhage dot com and it will take you to this project. Now, hemorrhage is spelled H-E-M-O-R-R-H-A-G-E. Now, the reason I know this is because when I started this project, I was misspelling hemorrhage the whole time. So I've had to go back and like edit all my files and I stuff. I didn't know that. That's yeah. so sad. I've had to go back and fix everything. So I yeah. would truly have no idea. Yeah, I, I mean, hey. It's a I'm glad you word. spelled that out so now I can go back and reference yeah. this on day of and um yeah. <laughs> no that's so funny. I always think about that when I um whenever well the last time I got this tattoo I got um tears ricochet over like under my knees and I was realizing I was like I am pretty sure I know how to spell ricochet um but let me tell you, I was still Googling it like two seconds before she started, after she'd already put on the stencil, I was still Googling it because mm-hmm. I was like, um, something's going to get fucked up. But I'm glad you realized that before it came out. Yeah. Although I think that could have been an interesting, like... I thought about keeping it. There yeah. was a moment where I was like, well, actually, maybe me misspelling this really speaks to the idea of this being this chaotic situation, but ultimately, 
I didn't want to get laughed at by my peers for not being able to spell the word in my title. So mm, well, it is what it is. If anyone laughed, I would slit their throat. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. Um, I, no, I'm so excited for it to come out. It's I've gotten a sneak peek at it, and it's um, it's yeah, pretty. You've been along for the process. I know. I feel very lucky to know um, the details of it. But yeah, I think too. I mean. I would love to hear a little bit. I know you kind of touched on what happened. That was a pretty bird's eye view. Yeah. But you kind of said, you know, it kind of derailed where you were in life. So maybe paint the picture of like, well, because I think Oops in general is such an interesting title for this because, yeah, you didn't, it's not something you knew was coming. It's not something like you probably even had thought Mm -hmm. about at any point like that it might happen to you. Yeah, 20 year olds don't usually have strokes. No. Believe it or not. I didn't, um, yeah. So, didn't when think it, so. yeah, when in, fun story, when this actually happened, I remember being on the floor in my apartment um, and the medics came in and they, they were like, it looks like he's having a stroke, but it doesn't make any sense because this guy's so young. So they kept they kept on asking me if I was on drugs because I was near college. So I guess I don't know. Their first, Were you wearing a beanie? No, I oh. wasn't. I don't <laughs> think I had the drug user vibe, but they did ask me if I was on some something. Yeah. And I was like, No, I'm not on anything. Yeah. So I had to keep on telling them that no. No. But yeah, so basically I have this defect I was born with that is it's a very weird, long name. It's harder to spell yeah. than hemorrhage. Okay, yeah. Um, That's what but the acronym is AVM. Okay. Um, and basically, I had a tanglement of blood vessels in my brain that I was born with and had no idea about until they finally exploded on February 12th of last year. Um, and there was no way for me to know about those tanglement of vessels until they exploded or I had an MRI. So, mm-hmm. And I never had an MRI. Everyone go get your MRI. <laughs> I know. I'm if like, you get, I'm like, should I? Like, if you get an opportunity to have an MRI, do it. Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, good. Yeah. They're would, expensive. Is would there? I mean, like, I hate to look back in this way, but had if you had had an MRI for any reason, mm-hmm. would there have been anything they could have done? Um, they could have done surgery okay. ahead of time to try to fix the blood vessels to prevent what happened to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But ultimately, when it when the vessels actually exploded and caused um, damage to my brain, um, they left it for a little bit. They left it for like a couple months, and then after a couple months, I came back to the hospital and had that same surgery. Wow. Um, of them taking out. So I have gone through brain brain surgery. Oh my god. They cut open Is that my on head. Your resume. I it mean, it be. could. It should put be. under skills. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Accomplishments? I don't know. Ooh. Ooh, redesigning the resume right now. Well, and you were, I mean, you were going to school for graphic design. Yes, yeah? I was in my last semester of school at that point. Yeah. So I think, I mean, obviously you're using at that point predominantly your hands to create yeah, Art. so I can talk kind of... I don't yeah. think I've mentioned the damage that this yeah, the hemorrhage yeah. affected my body and the long-lasting effects that it's had on me. Um, so basically, um, the blood got in my brain, causing damage in the brain, 
um, and I lost basically all my usage of the left side of my body, um, including my left arm and my left hand and my left leg. Um, so basically I woke up in the hospital and the left side of my body was like pretty much non-responsive. It's not numb. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could feel things, yeah. touch and stuff and cold and hot, but it, nothing moves. Um, so yeah, um, that has been a big change in my lifestyle, trying to figure out how to live my normal quote unquote life with these new disabilities. Yeah. Um, and then also there is still hope for me regaining a lot of those abilities back and gaining back the ability to move those limbs. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so been like, a, it's been a year. Almost a year. You've yeah. made, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but like it, the recovery that you've had up to this point has been yeah. really impressive. Pretty crazy progress. I mean, I started off not being able to move my leg at all. I can now walk without a cane, without using a cane. I was in a wheelchair for a little bit, Um, but yeah, I can walk now. My arm does move a little bit. It's a little difficult, but it can do some things, but Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel very hopeful about the recovery process, and I feel like there will be a time. I don't really know how long it will be, but there will be a moment where I will have the abilities that I once had and that is a very nice thought yeah it gives me something to uh, a goal to try to achieve and look forward to yeah Yeah. no that's I mean that's beautiful and were you were you right-handed I was okay (laughs) I was thinking that I was like I just always I guess assumed that you were right if there is anything I can be thankful for (laughs) to say that I'm lucky about is the fact that it affected my left side because that would have been a completely different I wouldn't be able to work. Yeah, because you, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like maybe you can tell me, but shortly-ish after you were back designing, I don't know how long you did. Yeah, I mean, I think part of my therapy and, like, getting back to being healthy process was, for me, getting back into my normal life, which was very much um, dominated by work. Um yeah, so I quickly came back into the fold of making things and designing things for jobs and trying to get back into school mm-hmm. so I could finish my degree and things like that. So, yeah, yeah that was a big theme. It's just trying to get back into normal things. Yeah, well, I'm thankful that you did because that, yeah, is ultimately... I'm sure I think we would have met regardless, yeah. but I'm glad that, you know... I had the chance to see the work that you were doing and um, yeah, knowing that it came so shortly after is like, yeah, it's great to hear that that helped you get back into routine and feeling like, yeah, I'm still mm-hmm. a yeah, person that can accomplish things and I have things to look forward to. Yeah. The biggest thing is like looking forward to things. At least I feel that with, you know, even within my own life, like, okay, yeah, like this is a project I have going on or like this is a thing I'm going to do. Um, but well I know I also had some other things I wanted to talk to you about knowing that you obviously your main medium is art mm-hmm. and I um yeah and I to feel this way and like maybe um that I do podcasting and then I also am just like uh, a writer as well but I wanted to talk to you kind of about something I've been thinking about which is the idea of jealousy um 
versus inspiration within art. Specifically, like, looking at people who are doing things in the same kind of lane as you. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be in design or whatever that is. And then also the idea of, like, you know, once you're in that looking to other people, a lot of times our art is then inspired by that, maybe. Yeah. But it can feel like stealing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, or you see when people maybe are stealing, yeah. like, kind of what the difference <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts about any of the things yeah, you just said. I, I know you have I thoughts. I have plenty of thoughts. I know you got thoughts. Um, so I think for creatives, and that's whatever i mean anyone we're thinking past art and music uh design but to music and writers and mm-hmm. marketing people yeah. and social media anything yeah. like that but um i think i had a big realization in college and this really opened my eyes to what i was doing um, i think everyone needs to realize that everything has been done before Um, And I mean literally everything. Everything has been done before. You are... The word original is... Is does not exist. There's you're not gonna, the OG. The OG doesn't exist. You're not gonna come up with something original. Stop trying to be original. Damn it. Yeah. Well, that just that fucks up my whole life. That no. I'm just yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just the main character. I think once you realize that. That really releases a lot of pressure on you as a creative to just do what feels natural to you and what feels right and what you're enjoying. Because if you see something that people are doing and you're like, damn, I really like that and I want to do that, that, that's not a reason to not do it. Like copying is very valid in the creative process. So, Yeah. um, yeah. No, I think that's great. I mean, it's... Yeah, and I think, I don't know, then within that, yeah, copying, it's like, because I, I think about this too, when I um, took like a poetry class my mm-hmm. junior year of college, and like, I, I mean, I've always been writing, but hadn't really um, done anything in poetry or seriously at all, and I started reading all of these poetry books, and the more you intake, the more you're like, yes. yeah, you find inspiration yeah. in it, and I remember reading, there's this book um, called Sex and Love End um, by Bob Hip. Bob Hickok, which I'm still waiting to receive back from a certain someone, but that's neither here nor there. I'll get it back eventually. But it is my favorite. And I do like remember reading it and thinking, I, I just, I want to write something like that. Like I, yeah. I, and the way that it made my brain feel is the way that I wanted to like then go out and do it. Or like, I don't know if you, I feel this way too with hearing songs sometimes because I like love lyrics so much. Like there's so many songs by the Japanese house that I hear and I go, I just can't believe they said that. And they just yeah. put those words together like that. And yeah, I don't know. I think on, on going off of that, I really do think um, create the society discounts the, the voice, the person behind what they're making. Um, a little too much and maybe social media kind of does that because of the medium um, and just the disconnection from the person who's making certain things mm-hmm. that we see. Um, I think don't discount the filter that your perspective puts on what you're making. Um, and I hope that makes sense. No, I think it, yeah, I think it does is like you could make quote unquote, the same thing as someone else. Yes. But 
the perspective you're bringing and the way that you do it is always going to be, unless you're just straight up copying and pasting, is always going to be different yes. than the yeah. thing you saw before. Yes. You bring your own thoughts to it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's... Because I, I look sometimes at, at poems that I've written and I go, oh, I like I can very clearly see that this specific... Um, you know, piece of art or this poem that I wrote definitely inspired this. But then I go, yeah, but it's not the same because mm -hmm. I was talking about a completely different memory or experience and just using that like form or that, um, yeah. yeah, to kind of jump off. I of. mean, there's, there is this thing in music that really kind of speaks to this idea and that is called sampling. Mm -hmm. There's a reason there's things called sampling because there's things already there, already out there that are good and give people and musicians a place to jump off mm -hmm. and build upon. Um, there's no reason visual arts or any other creative field can't have a form of sampling. Yeah. Um, I will also say a function of sampling is a lot of people enjoy combining different things mm -hmm. and meshing. So I think for me, I see my creative process as more of just everything I make is a collage of different inspirations and yeah. different reference points. Um, so just combining and meshing things really makes interesting things for people to look at and creates new perspectives on ideas. So, yeah. yeah. No, I think that's great. And I think <clears throat> for me too, part of that is like when I, yeah, I'm like either collaging from different things or like can see where something like definitely like stemmed from, I feel like then that gives you an opportunity to credit those, mm -hmm. um, those people or, um, you know, that, that work of art. And then that gives a whole nother life to like, you know, if you get to introduce someone who may not have known of like this poet or this designer or this writer, and then you're like, Oh, well, if you like my stuff, then, you would probably, I, I love the, I don't know if that makes sense, but I love the chain that it then creates yeah. of like, oh, well, if you're into this, yeah. you'll be into this sort yeah. of thing. Then it expands everyone's world. Yeah, it's like a Pinterest board. You find, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you find one thing and then it shows you all of the similar things and you can build off of that. Life is just a Pinterest Life board. <laughs> or a Discover Weekly playlist I on think, Spotify. I think it's the new Lana album. Oh. I think that's what I heard. It's Wait, what about it? What? You, oh, that's the name of her. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. some shit she would do. Uh, supposedly, she's gonna have a new song in um, the next episode of Euphoria, so I'm like interested uh, to hear that. We'll see if that happens or not. Yeah, that bitch is on some some shit for sure. I love her. Um, and then. I don't know. Well, I'm interested too. Okay, so we've been talking about obviously how inspiration can, um, you know, inspire the creative process. There's nothing original, but and we can talk about this or not talk about this. But where do we think the line is between mm -hmm. inspiration and then straight up either copying or just I don't know copying and pasting. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think talking about it abstractly, like how we are, it's kind of tough. I do think it mm -hmm. is a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah. Um, but my, I think my question would be, looking at something, I would ask myself, does this add anything to the conversation of what it is representing? Yeah. Like, does this piece 
add anything else to talk about compared to the thing that's referencing. Um, yeah, that's valid. Yeah, like, but I do think it is a case-by-case -case basis. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of moments where I'm like, I see things that other designers, artists in Nashville are doing for musicians. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> that is very similar to this and this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think personally, for me, it's, it's more of a compliment than anything. Yeah. Not condoning that at all. But I do personally take a lot of things as a compliment when they feel similar to me. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, because then there's the other side of that, which is like, Oh, you have a very clear voice and a, or maybe not voice, but like a clear aesthetic or whatever that is. And so it can be a compliment of like, this is within your style. And, yeah. you know, and then I, I think there's the other part of it, which is like, well, is it something that you're, <clears throat> this gets into the world of like art for profit and then art for the sake of art. But like, is it something you're creating out in the world to like, just have it be a job and make money, which is super valid. And I think there can still be obviously inspiration and beautiful things within that. Or is it something that's just like living in your house that you just did and like just exists for you? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the difference between personal and then corporate and then making money off of things. Mm -hmm. that's, and then it, then it gets really serious, I think, with copying and stuff yeah. and being like too inspired by certain things. But I think if you're in more of the professional setting, then you probably have a better idea of what that means. But yeah. I don't know. It gets dicey. It does it's a very get gray dicey. Area. It's so, it's so gray. It's so gray. It's, why did I feel the need to say like it's so meta? And I was like, I fucking hate that. It's so nasty. Well, that reminds me. <laughs> oh God, wanna, what does it remind you? Well, I want to talk about my new app. <gasps> Your new app. Yeah. Wait, did I know about this? No. Oh my god, okay. Exclusive content. Like... Yeah. New app called Meta. Meta? <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's not the Metaverse. Well, it's spelled M-E-A-T-A. -A. Meta. But it's pronounced Meta. <laughs> okay, I love it. And oh my god, what's happening? What well, can you tell me? It is a virtual reality experience. Uh, VR. Yeah. It's the new wave. And... Yeah, you get to make spaghetti with meatballs with uh, with that guy in Queer Eye. What? Anthony? Yeah, he's right there with you. Wait, is this real? If you're going to get no. my hopes... This isn't real? Of course not. Harrison, I fucking hate you. You need to know. Did you just take all the things that you know I like and you're like, okay, I'm just <laughs> going to get their hopes up and then... I'm pandering to this audience. Just like Facebook is pandering to you. Be woke, people. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke on this fake news. Oh my god, I I'm okay. That's how we're ending this. That is <laughs> that's the end. I can't do this anymore with Sounds you. Good. We like end on beef. Like we're just like not friends <laughs> yeah, anymore. Me this. Meatballs. <laughs> Harrison, thank, thank you. you for having me, everyone. I would like to say goodbye to all the freaking the mom genies out there. Um, <laughs> They're freaks. They're freaks. So. Freaking the mom genies. We're making it happen, genies. Okay, I'll we'll let the we'll let the population this the small population of this podcast decide what they would like to be called. I like genies. Okay, well I'll reach out for further comment to okay. find out where this goes from here. But um, yeah, check out my website. Oops, I had a brain hemorrhage.com on February twelfth. If you want to know more about that whole like process. 
and the journey. Um, follow me at Harrison Kratzer on Instagram and you will find all you need to know. Yeah, you, you're going to want to follow him and follow Oops, but also all the other amazing things um, that Harrison is doing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This is, I knew this would be a lively conversation, <laughs> but you know, there's just no telling with you. It's gonna, oh my God, meta, I can't with you. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Never been a type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick and a mom jeans. Sucker for a blind freak dick. Got a mom jeans, yeah. Type of chick you probably find in God dreams, yeah. Never been a type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick and a mom